This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ हफ्ता एज वी हैड टूवर्ड्स ऑलमोस्ट नॉर्मैलिटी इफ यू गो बाय वॉट्स ऑन द स्ट्रीट्स एंड द ट्रैफिक एंड नाउ मेट्रोज हैव स्टार्टेड इन मोस्ट सिटीज वी हैव जॉइनिंग अस टुडे ऑन द पैनल एम के वेनू हाई एम के वेनू Hi, uh, he is uh, in Delhi from his home. We have joining us from uh, Bihar, Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Uh, Anand is joining us from Patna. Am I right, Anand? Yes. yes. Uh, in the studio is um, Mr. Raman Kripal. Hi. And Manisha Pandey. Hi. Our usual um, panelist, Mehraj, has uh, had to take leave. for some personal reasons so he shall be back hopefully next week uh, before we go into the headlines i just want to thank so many of you who have written in even though the hafta is free for the last several weeks and will be for the next few weeks as well um the spike in subscriptions that we saw last week i can only um i mean i i wondering if what it is because of but i guess it is because many of you felt that it is about time you started paying for news uh, judging by what's happening on broadcast channels these days uh, or maybe some of you were shamed into feeling guilty like i tell you that mufat mein news consume karte aur phir tum sadte rehte ho that news is bad news is bad but thank you all who have subscribed uh, the hafta will continue to be free for the next uh, few weeks our new website in its testing phase If you are one of the subscribers who have been sent the test site just to give us feedback, please do give feedback. We will be opening the site to more subscribers before we make it completely live, so that we can test it and all of you are happy with how it performs. On that note, I will once again ask you to subscribe and pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served, and when you depend on advertisers, what happens is reality shows, which we are seeing enough of on television these days. On that note, uh, Manisha, please give us the headlines, and then we shall get straight into discussing the economy with M K Venu, and I shall introduce him in detail then as well. Yes, Goldman Sachs has projected a deeper recession for India in FY21 with a contraction of 14.8 percent against the earlier estimate of 11.8 dip in economic activity. So bad news. but you won't hear of this much in the news china confirms five missing arunachal men found by their side uh, for the first time in 45 years you've had shots fired along the loc as troops foiled china's bid to take away a key height so that's still on the boil china passed extraordinary and historic coronavirus test said xi jinping great while all of us are still reeling under coronavirus Uh, days after arrest riya chakravarty was finally sent to uh, jail in mumbai for 14 days on charges of procuring drugs for her boyfriend there was a lot of media tamasha around this schools have decided to reopen from september 21 for classes 9 to 12 says health ministry they issued some guidelines also rafael jets would be inducted in fos today so i'm guessing we'll see some more puja and all that happening on television russia sees india's help for sputnik phase 3 trials National Investigation Agency has arrested three in connection with Bhima Koregaon case. These people are members of the Kabir Kala Manch, which is a socio-cultural organization. But the NIA has said that they are a frontal organization of the banned uh, CPI Maoist organization. A Delhi High Court has said that no coercive action can be taken against Alt News co-founder Mohammad Zubair. This is a very interesting case that we should discuss in detail. Prayagraj SSP suspended UP government cites corruption charges and rise in crime. Uh, there's a very interesting battle within the right where Subramaniam Swami lashed out at Amit Malviya, and he's given an ultimatum to BJP and said that sack him uh, by today. 
Uh, I spoke to a, we were we are trying to do a panel discussion with schools I don't think most schools are actually going to open because they don't want to take on that risk and that puja in fact is a sarv dharm puja which was stated clearly today so I think the government is going out of the way to say that this is not just nariyal phodnana hindu puja they are calling it a sarv dharm puja uh now uh, but let's start first with the discussion on the economy which has been missing on broadcast and i wait i also later in the show want to discuss broadcast versus print and you know why it's different so mk venu is the founding editor of the wire he's former executive editor of the hindu and managing editor of the financial express he's written extensively on economic policy and matters for over a quarter of a century he wrote regular political economy columns on the edit pages of the economic times the financial express and the indian express for the last two decades He hosted a regular political economy discussion called "The State of the Economy" on Rajya Sabha Television as well in the past. So, welcome, uh, Venu. Hey. Uh, now, give us an idea of how dire the situation is. Uh, what you think is unique to India? That why it's so dire? Is it? I mean, like the numbers that some of them that have been quoted, and maybe you can put some clarity on that. That India is the worst performing big economy. Uh, is that true is there a structural reason for that which has nothing to do with any government uh, and how bad will we be hit by covid and of course this v shaped recovery that someone said i think last week is a pipe dream is it not yeah so uh, so abhinandan I'll, i'll begin by by quoting the the imf uh, chief economist geeta gopinath who uh, very clearly for four days ago she said india is the worst performing economy among G20 economies, which are comparable economies to India, right? Her statement came amid, amidst uh, some sangparivar economists uh, like Guru Murthy, for one instance. Uh, I mean, for instance, Guru Murthy, Guru Murthy, and a few others who who were trying to put a spin by you know data can be uh, you know statistics can be sort of uh, uh, can be used in various ways. So they were trying to use some methodology to say that India is not the worst performing. There are It's done better than many large economies, but but uh, but then when the IMF uh, uh, kind of uh, neutralized all these uh, you know interpretations, uh, then I think they all everybody accepted that yes, we are the worst performing, and uh, as you know, we grew at twenty four percent, twenty three point nine, but I'm uh, I'm just rounding it off, twenty four percent for the quarter negative GDP growth. So that was a shrinking. So that was a shrinking of twenty four percent in in the second quarter of twenty twenty. Yeah, shrinking of uh, uh, yeah. So what uh, I mean, then what worries me is after the quarterly data came, we, everybody knew that you know around the world all e- economies were shrinking. Everybody knew that India would also shrink uh, because of COVID uh, lockdown. Uh, of course, India had the harshest lockdown, but. the extent of uh, shrinking was not expected right 24% came as a shock so 
so even even mumbai uh, the industry uh, was a bit surprised on the on the negative side the negative surprise uh, people thought maybe maybe 10% 12% 13% max now most of the g20 economies i'll, I'll just give you a comparison uh, this is something i wrote immediately after the data came china for instance grown at 3 point grown uh, positive 3.2% hmm. uh, other comparable emerging market economies south korea indonesia you know uh, negative growth of 2 2% some other large economies mostly under 10% brazil under 10% the only economy which which comes close to india's level of shrinking uh, or shrinking in growth is uk uh, us is 9% uh, uk is about 20 so by and large uh, if you take an average uh, most economies have have shrunk but at at less than 10% india is 24% so subsequently uh, uh, abhinandan what has happened is in the last two days goldman sachs fitch uh, rating agency uh, and others are rapidly revising their annual uh, negative gdp forecast like earlier they were expecting uh, that the sh- the annual shrinkage in india gdp now this is just quarterly right annual shrinkage most people were saying would be uh, less than 10% you know some people said 6 some people 7 but now uh, uh, everybody is talking about 14 15% average uh, so and if i'm not wrong imf is also saying that uh, our uh, growth will only start in 2022 and not 2021 as earlier predicted by some economists that there may be if not a v shaped yeah. recovery for the all sectors some sectors will see a v shaped recovery that now yeah, that yeah, is pretty yeah. much uh, been uh, struck off yeah, by the so, imf so, yeah you're right you're right so so what i want to say is uh, this is the worst economic uh, decline since independence uh, this is uh, this is a statement which came from narayan murthy right chairman of infosys uh, f- former chairman of infosys now the government is saying abhinandan that we are going to have a v shaped recovery but uh, this was said by on that day when when we had this uh, this grim data uh, uh, the chief economic advisor uh, krishnamurthy subramanian said we will have a v shaped recovery now v shaped would imply that you will come back to pre covid level of positive gdp growth so he was asked obviously he was asked so are you expecting if you are so negative in one quarter so that means the subsequent quarter you will have to have positive growth to have overall uh positive growth right so mm-hmm. he said no i can't say whether we will be positive growth uh, in the next two quarters either so so then then the question is where is the v shaped recovery now this is more like a uh, as i would put it you know uh, a kind of a lot, you know economists use these letters to uh, <laughs> to indicate the nature of the shape of recovery so so there is one theory of w shaped recovery so you have you sh- you go down dramatically and then half of that comes back hmm. and then you go down further which is the second leg of you know recession because incomes have been so badly hit so there will be a there will be a real demand uh, uh, you know recession uh, demand compression in the next uh, say in 2021 and then maybe in 22 uh, i'm coming back to what you just uh, what imf you quoted imf saying that that actual recovery will be much later 2022 so so a lot of people talk about w shaped you know uh, recovery so so i i don't think v shaped recovery is a is a possibility in my view uh, and we are going to get negative growth in the next uh, quarter also uh, and the reason for the singular reason uh, abhinandan for that is that we mindlessly imposed 
the harshest lockdown in the name of buying time to sort of uh, to deal with corona uh, which all countries did uh, but most countries abhinandan uh, this is my analytical point which i have written about most countries did not shut down back end construction activity like you know roads the big construction right hmm. there are big construction happen uh, everywhere so uh, you you just check china south korea indonesia australia i've studied i've spoken to people there they never shut down uh, the big back end construction and construction uh, you know is the biggest employment provider in, in india definitely so and our construction actually shrank by 50% just imagine your general gdp uh, which is national income fell 24% but construction fell uh, 50% but and was there but was it even possible to keep it alive when i asked that in the context of um uh, you know and and just you know stay with us i just like to get the other panelists in as well including anand one is of course what you're talking about the w shaped is a double dip recession which also post lehman it was not a v shaped there was after lehman the markets when they had gone down to i think at least in india it gone down to 8000 or 9000 uh, then it like rose to some 17 18000 and 2012 there was again a crash and then after 2012 is when the real recovery started so it was a double dip uh, you know recession then and again like you said this is also going to be a double dip recession as far as it comes to construction um it's it, it was always going to be a trade off between lives and economy and i think after sweden getting a lot of flack from the world in the beginning now their numbers their mortality numbers are way higher as in the the rate of mortality is way lower that means their the number of people who are staying alive is way higher than other nordic countries whereas yeah. we didn't see any decline either so they said this was a long term but it is still being criticized as inhumane in the sense that i mean of course any government is too polite to say it they said jinko marna tha humne pehle 3 mahine mein maar diya lekin economy bacha li lekin economy bacha li aap logo ke abhi bhi mar rahe hain hamare ab nahi mar rahe so basically no, no, it, I, I, you are right i i now i want to just add to the my analytical point uh, uh, i mean we we have to admit one huge problem in in the indian construction ecosystem now this is a problem very typical uh, i mean very peculiar to india which is in all other countries uh, within the most countries uh, even emerging economies the construction ecosystem has a certain you know has a certain uh what should i say uh, within capitalism also you have certain norms which are observed right so so they you know the, the workers were provided uh right you know they were isolated they were provided their uh, the habitation they they uh, you know they were properly quarantined and they went to work now i distinctly remember uh, i mean even after the first unlock uh, uh, phase started in india uh, the center issued a this thing that construction can start Uh, uh provided people up actually issued a uh, very early on you know i think around may up issued a uh, this thing saying that mid may the construction can begin uh, provided the construct the managements uh, can keep the construction workers uh, very safe uh, in the around the site provide proper habitation uh, proper kind of quarantine now these these are the things where we fail you know because we yeah. don't have a culture we don't have a culture of of even you know providing uh, uh, you know uh, half decent uh, uh, you know employment benefits <laughs> yeah. regular employment to construction workers exactly in fact so, some so you saw you saw everybody on the road right going and, down and some we, we could we could provide for them the things that other countries did and some videos went viral when uh, yadurappa was severely criticized for you know 
kowtowing to the construction lobby and said we will not let the labor go home now they, you know this comes to the point a lot of labor is from actually bihar and anand is there while one can say that maybe we should have um, you know allowed construction to go on would the labor considering much of our labor is so uneducated there was panic they were worried ki shit they wanted to go back also they wanted to go back yeah. i mean and yedurappa in fact tried to force to them to keep and we on this show bloody lambasted yedurappa so even if one wanted to continue construction i mean are we saying anand if you could weigh on weigh in on this would labor have wanted to stay on i mean uh, even though they were saying because at least a lot of stories that we saw uh, labor said that even if we get nothing to eat in our village at least there's the community that will sustain you in the city no one bloody gives a shit whether you live and die and there were some videos that went viral from uh, um, karnataka of the kind of hovels which were as good as gutters that these guys were told to live in uh, so anand you want to weigh in on that was that a practical or even an achievable solution at the time uh, no because uh, uh, see migrant uh, labor can be of different categories but here we are speaking specifically about construction labor now uh, as i have said earlier also there are non economic regions also for people going back not only economy that if you provide the economic incentive that we will be paying you and keep give a safe environment to you and uh, uh, that would not be enough because in a state of panic emotional turmoil Uh, the urban especially have not ensured uh, that emotional support system for the uh, migrant labor and um, uh, i two weeks ago recommended an article by dipankar gupta the sociologist who has studied the migrant labor um, uh, say the exodus of migrant labor back home a uh, Uh, during surat um, pandemic also not uh, means uh, what was that plague the plague in and surat the, yes hmm. and other other mass exodus uh, events in last 25 years and he his conclusion was that the non economic regions are more uh, are stronger they invariably go to homes which are poorer it is not that they are going back to have money there they may be going back to families who, uh, which are poorer than they themselves are but uh, they in uh, if there is a panic in those moments they want to be with uh, their family they want to be with uh, more familiar environments where they have grown up where, where their roots are so the non economic uh, factors in a panic situation in emotional turmoil are also very important So um uh, I don't know uh, Raman sir Manisha if if you'd like to come in on this uh, you know what could have been avoided and what couldn't No I feel that uh, first of all were you in favor of the lockdown when it happened because I was I said it's necessary No it was a complete uh, state of confusion very new situation we didn't know how to react to it hmm. So I mean of course I mean at that time when the lockdown was I was definitely in against uh, diya jalao and ghanti uh, bajao ghanti bajao mm. but uh, yes i mean uh, lockdown i i wasn't uh, you know against it as such but i think uh, going by the fact that the way the migrant laborers have come back to the city i think if there was an economic activity or if there was a support uh, 
from the uh, you know construction uh, uh, many would have companies. stayed they would have stayed back i have one example uh, because i have seen it a, a few friends of mine have bought uh, you know a house in ats in noida so the ats construction did not happen but they managed to retain their uh, you know laborers they 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 stay uh, the labor stayed back and they paid them what is ats ats is a construction company very reputed uh, in uh, especially in uh, noida so they so their construction is on time so, so and they didn't stop they didn't no no they they did stop for a brief time ah uh, because the government sure. had said but but they were able to keep uh, their labor over there. Oh, so the so labor didn't go back is what you're saying. Back. So while the lockdown happened, the labor stayed and, and as soon as there. they could, they yes. started again. I and, see. And also, I mean, I'm just going by this fact that most of the, we have done stories also, most of the migrant labors, they are back. They've come back. And, yes. and at, at the time when they were rushing, they were going back, they said they have nothing to do here. Right. So they were going back. Yeah, go, Venu. This is what I'm, I'm getting at. You know, in India, there is, you know, our whole uh, ecosystem in terms of construction uh, workers, uh, their, their benefits, their, their, the norms, uh, you know, uh, uh, regular employment versus contract. These are the problems that we are still in a, you know, in a, in a very, uh, uh, you know, very kind of pre-capitalist uh, stage. Uh, and I, I can tell you, Abhinandan, I, in 2008, I visited after the, the big financial meltdown there. In Germany, you know, there were no sackings. They, there was, they created a, uh, Germany had a, uh, now this is a unique experiment. They had a system where, now, now Germany is not a, like a harsh capitalist state. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a social market economy, they call it. You know, they describe themselves that. Where they had, you know, boards of companies had trade union leaders as participating uh, in, in what, in how they should deal with the crisis. And they all collectively took a decision that no jobs will be lost. For some time, people will take less pay, uh, say 30%, 20%, 30 40% less. Now, these are the experiments which, in my view, Abhinandan, uh, in India, we are a very harsh society. Uh, I mean, we, we claim to be socialists, but we are, uh, I mean, we are mm. nowhere near. We yeah. are the harshest we, we, yeah, we have... state, state that, that can ever be. Okay. Yeah, we have very few social laws, you know, the safety nets for others. Manisha, you want to come in on, on what yeah. you, know, you think could have been done differently? And were you for the lockdown or not when it was announced? I yeah, I mean, I was for the lockdown because I don't think there was any other way at that time. Though now I do think that we have opened up so aggressively Rapidly. now that when our numbers are actually really skyrocketing. So maybe in hindsight, we should have delayed the lockdown, maybe. Maybe waited for... Or, or, or not done it like to, from tonight yeah, overnight. Yeah, we didn't have to shock the coronavirus. That yeah. <laughs> like, I think that shock <laughs> element caused panic. The shocking the virus and surgical strike on the virus was not necessary. But I think in terms of the economy, I don't think it's just the lockdown that could be attributed. Because we've heard of these... Uh, for one year now, we've been hearing uh, stories of how the economy is in the doldrums. And a good way of measuring that was uh, newspaper advertisements. Because when um, when things are not going right, the first thing that companies tend to cut on is advertising money. That then takes a hit on the PR and uh, news industry. And we've seen layoffs in journalism, at least from last year, August onwards. Yes. So it's been, a, it's, it's been going down for a while. And maybe the lockdown just added and made it worse. I think the reason why we're probably doing worse than any other countries because things were already bad and then add to it the lockdown uh, kind of really made it terrible for us but I think things were already 
you know in a really bad shape way before the lockdown but but speaking of and you know we'll just quickly you know speak about the economy versus lives um now for example the sweden example that we gave um a lot of places they are starting economic activity as they are in india and i have an email to read i think there's a good time to read it but i would just like to say that today delhi has recorded the most cases in a day since it started i think it's up 4000 or something we've crossed 4000 oh, today but that is the tests also uh, are 54000 tests you've done in a day pehle we were doing like 2000 54000 no no before this Haan, there we were 15000 tests are so in the in the 15000 in the beginning not even 15000 uh, uh, they were like right in the first 2 3 weeks they were doing one or 2000 yeah, tests yeah. a week so that means in a month they would do 8000 10000 right. now they're doing 54000 tests right. a day so of course that also makes a huge difference absolutely so uh, you know so that is what the numbers also going up this is this email um, by a subscriber i just like to read it at this time because uh, he has weighed in on the lockdown so he wants to just be called ab uh, he doesn't want me to reveal his name he is a subscriber uh, he says hafta uh, 291 was a weird case of discussion about corona risks and also various entrance exams whether various entrance exams should be held A well-read person like Anand gave out statements like saying the silent majority wants exams to be conducted, and serious students don't want their flow of study to break. Uh, well, silent majority simply migrated from one part of the country to other during partition. Did they want to do it, or did the silent majority of Kashmiri pundits want to leave the valley? He even went on to say government could arrange for transport. Well considered, the Indian state does if he really has faith, they can do it. well good for him also what about students who get temperature on exam day due to tension and infection will the center maintain 6 feet distance moreover saying delay in a semester would be a big issue well here's news for anand it's already delayed so anyway overlapping of semesters would be a thing hence infra has to be there whenever colleges begin i respect mr vardhan for his knowledge and enjoy his recommendations the most but sometimes he goes too far to make a point which which does not make sense also him boasting about his carelessness for corona and travelling was it was sad to hear this abhinandan taking it further from what anand said and adding that you are done with this shit and you are going out to play f- football and what not well great you privileged people can get all the care you need but at least do not send out a wrong message agree that life has to get back to normal but certainly not the point when we are recording maximum number of infections across the world and also growing death numbers hello to manisha mehraj and raman sir also love your podcasts reporters or orders everybody says safe love your work ab ab uh, honestly i i your criticism is well taken i don't agree with you i i don't believe i can live like i lived the first 3 months uh, until next spring or summer if and when a vaccine comes uh, i you're right i have started playing football i have started resuming quite a few things um i'm not sure that's to do with privilege uh, just for your information where i play uh, while some of us who come are privileged uh, four of the guys who play with us actually have gone refugees and they've been refugees in india for the last three of them in refugees in the last three or four years one of them has been a refugee since he was born and they're definitely not privileged Uh, but we want to get back to a life and uh, yeah i don't know anand if you could step in and just respond to ab's critique of your carelessness well uh, if the point is that he is more sensitive than me uh, he has then that, that's well taken he can be more sensitive than me so if it's a sensitivity contest i am not part of it so uh, uh but uh, two things so first uh, i was asked whether there was paranoia on the 
train, I said that I may not be the right person to answer that because I consider myself a bit careless. Hmm. So, I w- so far from paranoia, I am on the other extreme, I am a bit careless person. So that was the context in which I made that statement. Um, so careless in the sense that uh, beyond a point, I cannot be very very particular about taking precautions or something and uh, but of course it should not harm others that I am careful about but the exam uh, I saw the I saw some reports in the exam the, the turnout was decent Anand no, no, uh, no. it was very bad because no no it was it was it has dropped by 23 percent 26 percent i see ha, and uh earlier the drop was six percent hmm. in earlier years hmm. so this time it is 26 percent i see ha, anand so, go ahead uh, so uh, second uh, second point is that i said the silent majority among the people that i have consulted that was my point that, hmm. uh, and uh, um, people who seriously prepare for one whole year uh, for any examination don't want to lose momentum. That is something you can gather through observations. I have myself uh, prepared for a competitive examination for quite a long time. You don't want to lose momentum because of any reason. And if there are uh, conditions which are reasonable enough to appear in an examination, you t- want to appear. That was my point. And uh, of course, I know that semester has been delayed, uh, um, but that should not be an excuse for delaying it further if there are reasonable uh, conditions for not delaying it further. You cannot keep everyone happy, all constituents of a very large community called a student community happy, but you have to find... a way that is reasonable enough and the postponement cannot be to an uncertain time frame. It means uh, there is no guarantee that there is a particular point of time when things will spring back to normalcy. So you have to look for a reasonable way out of it. That was my point. It may have, you may have disagreements with that. Right. So, um, now, just coming to the economy again, and uh, after that, uh, you could just have 10 minutes, Venu, I want to discuss this one uh, aspect. Uh, but before that, very quickly, if you could uh, tell me now um, what I am told by, you know, my friends who uh, work on Wall Street and are in the financial markets, that uh, they say the shit is going to hit the ceiling in Jan. In fact, they were asking me to sell everything. By the way, please don't take my advice based on my friends they are all Sell idiots matlab whatever market positions i have um so so do, this is not a market recommendation i'm just telling you what my not so bright friends say and i usually follow their advice and they have been right most of the time but he says because now that the us stimulus is going to stop right there may be a second wave of the 1200 dollar checks but the large banks being funded and also in singapore which is another financial hub for asia um, they are saying we were not firing our team members because so now uh, from your analysis Venu because this is your area of expertise is the shit going to hit the fan in Jan because when the governments internationally stop you know this uh, uh, money that they're giving in to incentivize people to not fire people and then the firing start and a lot of that money is finding its way into the Indian market uh, that'll get sucked out does the market crash uh, does that lead to job losses uh, is the worst yet to come, in your view? So, uh, 
So, Abhinandan, you're, you're right. Most most other economies, uh, India has not done it. Uh, UK, you know, US, Singapore, uh, you know, Germany, you know, Europe by and large, uh, and many Asian economies also. They, they have, uh, you know, there's salaries have, uh, uh, they have been job losses, uh, uh, massive job losses across the board. And they're, and the, they're coming back. Uh, I mean, the, the thing is, but they're not coming back in the same way uh, as they existed. Now they're coming back in in, in, a, in a much more sort of uh, uh, constrained, uh, if that is a word to be used, in a constrained manner. You may, in percentage terms, you may uh, see employment coming back, but uh, but but salaries, uh, if we, uh, you know, the pre-COVID salaries may not uh, may have shrunk. You know, what people were getting earlier may is not what probably they'll get. But what's the impact on India when the U.S. stimulus stops? Because they are not going to continue the stimulus, right? What what happens no, I know, to I know. India? So, so, I'm coming to that. so the mm-hmm. money that direct uh, stimulus, uh, the money that U.S. and other economies have been putting in the hands of people, the day that is withdrawn, we will have to see how, how much of that is replaced by natural incomes uh, coming to the same people uh, or natural level of employment uh, that happens today. There is massive disguised unemployment everywhere, and in in this uh, respect, Abhinandan, India is in a worse position. In India, there is a survey which showed uh, survey by Indian Statistical Institute, Kolkata, uh, last week. Uh, I think some of the business channels carried even Times of India. Thirty-five percent of the people surveyed. This this is urban uh, uh, because the urban devastation is huge. The salaried class, thirty-five uh, percent said that they they not they were not getting any salary. The other Another 35 said their salaries had gone down by 50%. Mm-hmm. Now, India is not even giving uh, uh, you know, direct stimulus, not, not putting money in the hands of the people. Uh, those who have gone back to rural areas, they are somehow surviving on you know, very subsistence. Now, this is coming, as somebody else said uh, on the panel, this is coming on top of, uh, I mean, then, then, in India, unemployment already pre-COVID was at a 45-year uh, high, you know? Uh, unprecedented uh, unemployment levels in India, and our growth had already go, come down to 3.1 percent in the in Jan to March, uh, the pre-COVID uh, quarter. I mean, there was some little one week, ten days of COVID period, but so our economy was already under devastation, uh, partly caused by, of course, uh, demonetization, the informal sector, etc., etc. We know the story, right? Mm-hmm. So for our, for us, recovery uh, will be. Uh, will be much worse, uh, much more difficult. And I have no hesitation in saying, Abhinandan, uh, that, that Narendra Modi's singular legacy will be a devastation of the economy, an unprecedented decline in employment, unprecedented decline in private investment, unprecedented decline in savings, and unprecedented decline in incomes. Now, there is no escape from this. Uh, forget about the fight in economy now, which will now won't come till 2030, 2028, because from a from a minus 15%, you have to come back to positive, which will happen by maybe 23, 24, 25, you know. Right. And from there, from there, pre-COVID level will take two years to come back and then maybe another four, five years to... Well, to hit, uh, I, 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 I hope you are wrong, Venu, because we, we know we need some growth here for sure. But Manisha... Now, if you could weigh in on this, I was on a panel a few days ago and uh, uh, you just stay with us for another seven minutes, then then you can go. I know you have another meeting to go to. Uh, 
I was on a panel and uh, they were talking about you know news and stuff like the economy that should be making the headlines, which doesn't. And we have Ria and Sushant and all that. And uh, the distinction that we were drawing, the same group, what they will run as prime time, on the next day will not find its way on the front page. Mm. Like, yeah. let's be fair. Even the Times group today, on the front page, there was economy, there was China. Uh, we'll discuss that in some detail. We'll tell you there's been some major, you know, activity on the border. And it seems the likelihood of war is more than the likelihood of de-escalation. I mean, that is, all the experts have said that. It was in no prime time. But the newspapers have it in the front page. So what is it about news consumers, according to you, since you are critiquing news and observing it all the time, that now news is very different depending on what format you are on. And where does that leave digital? Are we to go down the broadcast way? Are we to go down the print way? Because print still has respectable front pages, even yeah, yeah, news organizations that you may not appreciate yeah, yeah. or otherwise like. I mean, uh, Times now, the every plot to assassination of the Prime Minister that they come up with, plot to assassinate the PM never makes it to the front page of Times. Or any page. Or any page for that matter. So yeah, but I mean, uh, digital definitely has to go the print way and better, I think they have to, one thing that we have to do that the print is not doing is engage audiences in funner ways. Print can sometimes get, you know, a bit dull. No, I, I, huh, no, I remember uh, in 2001, I was with Aastak group. So I, Remember that every day in the meeting at 9 o'clock, editorial meeting, the newspaper reports used to set an agenda for televisions. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, every so, time. Uh, so, 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 and it went on for quite a long time. But now, off late... We've seen a reversal, complete yes. reversal. No, not in just fact, reversal. But I, reversal, but, but, but... I think but Twitter sense is not taking... Print is not taking yeah, print the... Is, print is not going... Print ah, is still maintaining its news coverage. Dignity, but yes. I think broadcast is taking its cues from social media instead of print. But sorry, yeah. finish your thought. But you know, even in terms of new, like the GDP news, that night everyone was on RIA. So there... And it's not like you tune in at 9 and you at least know the headlines of what's happening in the country. That's also vanished. So there was a time exactly where TV was, you know, faster. If you want the news, you turn on the TV and then print has stale, whatever, print will die because it's going to be stale. But that hasn't been seen at all, especially over the past, like, six, seven months with coronavirus and everything. You've had news being broken on print, I'd say, for all practical purposes. But I think it's very clear the television media is now, uh, their principal uh, aim is to be attack dogs for the government, which, and also help promoters suck up to the government. So, you know, if uh, Times of India can put whatever they want on their front page, but a Navika or RSS will ensure that the Times group is in the good books of the government so that there's no backlash, so to speak. So I think the purpose of television journalists is one, A, just to be attack dogs for the government and B, help the promoters with the balancing act. So you... You know, you're not, you don't, you're not visible. and So you, you still have some respectability in the news market. Yeah. And, and and also, I mean, respectability in the news market, you earn with your newspapers and all, but currency with the government, you earn with your Navikas and RSS. No, and I all think those. they are also taking, uh, you know, cues from social media, the television, and l- trying to read the public mood. So they are trying to go with, Twitter like, uh, make, like, like in Sushant Singh case, you have to make someone villain. So who can be yeah. a villain? So, so I think you know that um, the panel that you went to and something I've been thinking of that you know even the Rajdeep Sardesai's or NDTV's who've been like oh god why 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 is there a media trial or why are we discussing Ria and Sushant I think with the exception of NDTV India there is still they're offering viewers something new 
instead of just crying about why Rhea hmm. or that oh this is bad what's happening to Rhea and I think that could work for television I don't know why there isn't like a consensus among people other than say the republics of the world to actually offer viewers something new because you hear this constant refrain and anecdotally we need data for this but anecdotally a lot of people are saying that God we are fed up of this Rhea ek mahine se yehi chale ja raha hai yehi chale ja raha hai रिपब्लिकली दूरदर्शन talk about uh, the wires experience we uh, or maybe the quaint scroll your uh, digital media uh, experience perhaps would be similar uh, so far we uh, how have we attracted uh, you know readers stroke viewers uh, of, uh, we've tried to sort of do uh, uh, a counter to what uh, you know the polarizing uh, uh, coverage that is going on on television so so in a way we are just uh, fact checking you know? so so in that sense we uh, at least the digital represent, represents the the uh, uh, you know the other end you know not the uh, not the sensationalist end of uh, uh, broadcast media you know? so uh, so in that sense we we are more like uh, i mean we are not like newspapers newspapers don't do that kind of fact fact check but we digital uh, uh, we we give a bouquet of uh, whatever news analysis uh, mostly like the wire is mostly like 70% 60% commentary news analysis uh, so news analysis per se uh, involves uh, giving perspective so that perspective itself is like a like a like a fact check on or analysis check on what the uh, the sensationalist broadcast media does right But you guys, uh, but you guys want to get into more ground reporting at some stage, or more video, or how, how are you planning? Ground reporting, uh, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm coming to that. Uh, I mean, the ground reporting requires a lot of resources. Now, we do not, uh, unless we have uh, those kind of resources, uh, we won't be able to compete with, uh, say, the regular newspaper, uh, newspaper which have you know some uh, some six, seven, seven hundred reporters on the ground, like. Indian Express or the Hindu or even Times of India. Hmm. So, so we will never be able to provide the width of news coverage. So we, uh, so I always say in our context, in, the, in our wire context, that, that, that we can't be, uh, we we have to be uh, sharpshooters. We have to pick up four or five issues and 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 get them right, right. And uh, we can't be like. spraying machine guns no? sure sure <laughs> yeah, yeah right so uh, i just want to boast a little bit here that <laughs> i don't know whether print is setting the agenda or not um, for tv but at least in some cases good journalism in digital platforms are setting the agenda for television there was a story that basant kumar on news laundry had done on how factory workers 
who lost their fingers while working were promised that they would not be fired and because of the lockdown the companies you know decided to just take fire of the lockdown and said you push off so he did that report ndtv followed up on that report and now those employees have been reinstated so news laundry impact so good journalism gets noticed the only thing and is getting picked up by channels uh, Abhinav, can i uh, can i say something very interesting sure uh, th- this is a this is based on this is latest data i've got you know hot of the uh, of the uh, uh, oven, you know whatever which is what covid has done abhinandan is it has shifted advertising in a big way towards digital uh, now in the in the next this year's data that you will get uh, on march 31st next year you will find that digital uh, advertising is at least 20% now this is a figure i got from somebody inside 20 25% more than print advertising wow that is because pe- people are not uh, i have been told by print uh, publishers that they are still operating at 50% of their copies pre covid copies it's not improving and they are saying that they are waiting for the festive season to see whether it will improve and meanwhile digit, digital alone advertising agencies are offering at least 30 40 50% discount over what the print was charging mm. uh, i mean the, uh, the largely circulated print and the and the advertisers have figured and corporates are also cutting down on their expenditure and they are looking at very sort of uh, you know they're going to digital for very targeted kind of uh, you know niche advertising so so there is going to be a huge shift uh, which which was not happening earlier no Oh, and I hope advertisers from getting, TV uh, move on to print then. News, but uh, advertising will not shifting. No, but from television, in any case, broadcast it is moving. Uh, but uh, thanks, that has to move. But thank you so much, Venu, for coming. I know you have to go for another meeting. You can uh, do an appeal that even Wire works on contributions from news consumers, so you can contribute to the Wire and their good work as well. Um, Venu, you can make your own appeal. And before you go, do give us a recommendation that you think. our audience would appreciate enjoy it could be an article a film a series or or a television show well i would recommend uh, one article which has uh, appeared today uh, by law minister ravishankar prasad who has uh, uh, ironically who has uh, who argues that uh, that judiciary is uh, completely independent uh, uh, during this Uh, under the modi regime and he he says that uh, uh, it was only during uh, mrs gandhi's uh, congress regime that that judiciary was uh, the the apex judiciary the supreme court was uh, uh, was compromised was kind of yeah compromised muzzled etc etc and uh, uh, so so the you must read, people must read that piece for the sheer uh, irony <laughs> the arguments made it up so you can see the link uh, so thanks for joining us uh, venu uh, have a good day and uh, please make it on time for next meeting thank you all right bye so anand um, would you like to wane why do you think the same news organization or the same you know mother company has such a different attitude towards print viewers and they treat their broadcast viewers like such idiots that they will run for the prime time will be nonsense and the next day where the print edition will have absolutely reasonable and and almost respectable news why why this difference and where do you think digital will go you see in last 10 days there has been an interesting development on the front page of a newspaper hindustan times they have gone back to a gothic typeset 
Yeah. Uh, you should see Hindustan Times written on their mass page. It has a gothic appearance now. Uh, that to me is a visually a sense of more permanence as kind of some antique building that will stand with credibility and a kind of uh, trustworthiness, a, a sense of permanence, you can say. Something that would not be just washed away by the flux of uh, daily um, news developments or the uh, frantic debates around it or the, you know, what you call the stupid terms. So uh, that is, uh, even in this uh, uh, time of pandemic and economic slowdown, if a newspaper tried to do that, uh, I think it is um, sticking to the values of old school values of permanence, trustworthiness, credibility. And it has also sent a message of how it is integrating it with digital and this or that. But that Gothic typeset is symbolic of many things. Uh, when all this thing was happening, India has been lucky that it has uh, beaten the curve of decline in print readership because of a number of regions. There, uh, I think I would bore if we the listeners, if I go into the regions why the newspaper readership in India uh, has not stopped declining, beating the world trend um, that uh, that was the decline in print readership. Uh, there have been academic studies about it. But, uh, uh, and this is also someone like, say, someone like Sekhar Gupta who comes from print to the digital names his company print and emphasizes the fact that we will have the solidity of print but the speed of digital so and still the public psyche if you, even in villages you don't see people saying that this channel with kind of a confidence with which they cite the printed word like hmm. I still think the visual element has an air of entertainment around it. Yeah. They do say though ki Anjana ne bola tha, Sudhir ne bola tha. <laughs> No, I think the written word still uh, you know has a lot of so, value. Sorry, yeah, so, go ahead, Anand. Yeah, finish your thought, then Raman second coming. So, and the tabloidization of the tabloidization of press, it is not something that, like, see, even in 2005, you had uh, uh, the 9 p.m. primetime show being given to a star cast of Bunty and Babli Abhishek Bachchan and Rani Mukherjee doing NDTV shows at 9 p.m. Yes. And, and Jerry Pinto wrote a piece that uh, yes it, it on NDTV itself um, that it is news at nine then I am current so uh, uh, because they had given a two hour slot from nine to eleven to uh, so this stabilization didn't help uh, this non-serious uh, packaging of TV news and it's not a very new it may have uh, 
gone to a quite different dimension now mm. but uh, it has not been an overnight development very uh, true so the psyche the psyche of the media consumers in india is, is still to equate a more seriousness to the printed word and less to the <laughs> say the visual media and i think that's also got to do uh, so, so you can come in after this to do with uh, the act of consumption itself watching television is a very passive act you are lying back like a couch potato and just like zoning out reading something you have to make an effort you have to make no effort to actually watch television it's also background noise and for many people I, I, and if you, you just go, have people fighting on the and, background and if you noise. if you go by some people in my family and their strict discipline to the children of our family of how much television they can watch apparently of course i'm not saying it's true maybe mothers just make up this shit there is scientific evidence to show that watching television dulls your brain and all those colors at night it does something to your brain i don't know but the the, the fact is that <laughs> the watching tele uh, 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 reading a paper is sounds a bit like soja beta nahi to gabbara jayega but reading something is a effort so it has to be worth your effort if you think you're reading shit you won't read shit but passively consuming television you will consume shit you don't mind i think it has to do with that and like anand said it is not a recent development and that is because of the model was advertiser based the more people who watch it more the advertising rate you get and if abhishek bachchan the talentless wonder even he had a brief time of some fame and his super hit film banti and bubbly if you can give that slot a, a serious news channel can give that slot and get money why not which is why i always say you should not depend on the advertiser so whether advertising shifts to digital or whether they shove all the advertising bloody funds down the gutter sanu fark nahi penda because we have you people who will support us because we say pay to keep news when the public pays the public is served so for academic interest i'm sure manisha will do an in-depth report like she always does in fact this time she's done two pieces this week so it's she should get padmashri ब्रॉडकास्टिंगजेक्ट्स we have a so where are reporters going by the way there's a bunch you're sending to up and then you're doing something out of uh, the south what you can just tell us so that the people know how much money we need what all do you have planned over the next two months you in the immediate future I, you're sending we, some people to up we ha no we are going to have three we are sending people to up hmm. for uh, three four stories okay uh, so far as nl sena project is concerned so we are going to come up with three good solid ideas you know from the south hmm. okay one story from uh, say hyderabad right and the second from kerala Hmm. and uh, one from tamil nadu so guys uh, we are doing that and there's already an nl sena story up which has almost been topped up i think we are 20 30000 rupees short and ashley has written a very lovely email says hello i'm so so excited to see your nl sena project disastrous consequences i love news laundry but since i've subscribed i've been thinking that you could do more to cover environmental and climate change issues especially the eia draft and moe fcc's response to comments Anyway I have donated to the project but I also just want to say I could 
help out with other support if required. I'm a geographer, urban planner who is working on climate resilience in Indian cities. I truly believe that the way disasters impact our environment is contingent on changing the land use patterns. And if you could help with any domain knowledge or any mapping analysis, please let me know. I know the turnaround time for journalism is much shorter than the field work that I'm in. But if it's possible, love to help. Actually, that's very sweet. A wonderful producer, Lippy, will take down your name. Uh, Lippy, just make sure we can reach out to Ashley and um, uh, put her in touch with the reporters who are doing I've this. I've already connected them. Oh, you've connected them already. Arre, sir. Thank you so much. So, Ashley, you're connected. So, this is one NLC project. We have we have more coming up. Yes, sir, please complete your thought about uh, this uh, digital versus... No, uh, uh, one, I think we were talking about the advertisements moving to digital. I don't think it is going to make any difference for the media hmm. because all ads are going to be cornered by Facebook and, and Google, uh, right. and Twitter kind of thing. So I think ad, and I feel that written word still, uh, you know, is uh, has got a lot of importance. It is... Uh, Serious? So that's a WhatsApp forward I always take seriously, sir. Yeah. No, 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 not WhatsApp, not WhatsApp. The written word money. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the media, no, no, not even Kagat, even written word money. I mean, even even the uh, stories reading on the laptop, It, I mean, when you're reading something, it takes you to some hmm. more readings, you know. So, so I think I want to believe that our media, uh, this uh, print media will do better or it will survive. But I really have my doubts. Video has immense power though, and which is sad. I mean, it's sad that what's happened to television news. Because I won't. There's I, no other, you know, I medium like I, video. But I'm just, just, one thing I just was thinking about this, that maybe uh, like uh, television news will mirror entertainment, TV entertainment, you know, which has also gone to the dogs. Hmm. And then you had like a Netflix and you had smaller, you know, people making. And, and now those guys are making money. So maybe in the news world also, I don't know, we'll just take it down <laughs> hmm. and just finish it off. Hmm. And then maybe something better in the video space will come up. Because there is immense... People love watching videos. I mean, there's no doubt about that. People like watching more than reading. That's sure. just something we can't fight. That's true. I, so there is a lot of audience out there that is hungry for good content. So maybe we... I mean, there is a huge audience to whom we can cater to in terms of video news content. I, want I to think see, that's dig, uh, that's something that digital should definitely focus on. I want on. to see the print alive. That's another matter. I mean, I want uh, to see it alive. But, of, but, but I whether it will, I'm not sure about it. But yes, in terms of videos, I think I, I see a change. I think in the next two to three years, once the independent media, if they have some resources and if we start coming up with alternative videos mm. so, so instead of sitting you know in front of the tv and watching you know what they are forcing it on us so if if the independent media start making video you will see a sea change also one thing yeah people uh, i mean viewers moving from tv to back to the parallel on entertainment uh, uh, industry you have uh, star z and sony they, with their own uh, ott platforms producing original interesting content and these were the guys pretty much responsible for television entertainment content going down the hill with, you know, yes. Sasbahu serials. Even in Ekta Kapoor is now investing in original, hmm. uh, you know, fun, better uh, entertainment content. So maybe that, that maybe that could happen with television news once it goes down completely. One thing uh, missing and there is a serious gap that uh, in order for, to... Uh, or uh, say uh, 
the process of me, uh, the digital replacing uh, other forms or not replacing or adding to the upper other forms in the mainstream the serious gap is that they are not seen as mainstream now and it is because the current spectrum of digital news properties in india uh, are divided into two and some one who fashion themselves as counter to the political establishment of the day and second the kind of digital properties who fashion themselves as counter to the intellectual entrenched intellectual establishment or the cultural jars or intellectual establishment and the second fashion themselves as counter to the political establishment and lot of and i say more than 90% of their content revolves around this and that is not main stream enough i think uh, to be a times of india of the mainstream space the digital properties have not explored that and now they have just uh, say eco chambers like yes if you are the, have this kind of political inclinations you go to this kind of digital property and if you are not from there you go to that type and this lack of the mainstream content uh, and um, which may not be hemmed by that central concern of being counter to something and uh, this exposes a serious gap and to replace the um, say hegemonic presence of other forms of media the digital media in india needs to be accommodative enough to different currents of uh, say Uh, news gathering which may not be just about pursuing a narrative i think a report for report's sake is a, it's very important aspect and i think that's what mk spoke about you know when you have like just to give you an idea of scale you're competing with news organizations who have between 600 to 1000 reporters we are not talking about employees we're talking about reporters mm-hmm. employees must be 3000 4000 and a great network of so, lack of resources so basically time. if you have those many reporters then like anand said you have to do report for the sake of report and he's often spoken about the banality of you know covering accidents the, just the banality of horror i mean there's no politics associated with it whether it's a fire whether it is that and reports for the sake of reports is what i think digital is lacking and uh, it is very motivated right now whether the motivation is anti intellectualism or anti establishment by and large it it is down that road i, I think and hopefully if one identifies this problem the growth should be more to do with banal reporting i'm not in a disrespectful way but in a dispassionate way and i i think and i think he's right if if some news organizations are aware of that but then also what some news organizations do like i think shekhar gupta does a lot of that in print there's a lot of wanting to for for clicks please all sides an opinion piece which is extremely devoid of any facts but it's just while abusing one side then one the next day abusing the other side yeah, first post used to do this hmm. so and th- then that, that also that, gives the audience uh, an impression j- jaggi, that jaggi you know jaggi used to do this both, aaj, both the things kyunki tab anna ko bahut clicks milte the aaj anna ko gali dete hue jan lokpal phir agle din usko but none of them were reports yeah they were just some opinions opinions that that was hmm. but it also helps you then create this neutral facade about yourself is, because is the lack of resources but i can see that 
digital has got that potential as anand uh, has said but then one has spoken. to invest in reporters yes. and not opinion yes yes also yes. Yeah, of course the explanatory journalism is also something that digital can really add value right. to because while print will just tell you this happened digital can tell you why why is it important for you yeah. hmm. how is it important context history geography everything so and right now we have little resources so with these resources whatever we chose hmm. so that bias comes in are you slimily trying to plug people to subscribe well done sir high five आप भी बिल्कुल बिजनेसमैन बन गए सो लाइक रमन सेड यू आल्सो शुड कंट्रीब्यूट एंड पे टू कीप न्यूज फ्री बिकॉज द पब्लिक पेज पब्लिक सर्विस एंड वी हैव मोर रिपोर्टर्स नाउ आई लाइक टू टॉक अबाउट समथिंग नाउ दैट इनफैक्ट मनीषा एंड आई वर टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस मॉर्निंग कंगना रनावत बंगलो विच हाउस ऑफिस वॉज डिमोलिश्ड रीजन गिवन बाय द बी एम सी विच द ब्रिहन मुंबई म्यूनिसपल कॉर्पोरेशन वॉज दैट देर वॉज सम इलीगल कंस्ट्रक्शन दे एंड दे हैव अ टू ईयर ओल्ड ऑर्डर टू प्रूव इट Uh, which apparently is true that she made some you know changes at the same time riya chakravarti was arrested in fact on television that day between kangana ka plane chandigarh land hua ki kahan land hua and riya ki gaadi kahan pahunchi no one was giving a shit about gdp which was we were talking about why you know now china this, uh, china was happening actually china was happening so uh, i just like to talk about a that coverage and also this trend and i want to do a, i told you so moment but we will come to that after i have read a couple of mails so i'm reading uh, some mails thank you so much i had requested you not to mail us last week because there were so many mails from the week before last that i wanted to finish as many as i could so you can mail us this week contact at newslawney.com but i must warn you we will only take mails that are below 400 words and that are from subscribers and we check that by matching the mail that has come has it come from a mail id that is linked to any subscription account so if you're mailing us in your subscriber please don't just write i'm a subscriber but yeah, there's a different mailing list because we are anyway very few people so if we start doing no but the, we'll just yeah so we'll just check with the mail that <laughs> you guys are linked with and please keep it before below 400 words because i want to include as many voices as possible uh, rather than too much of a few so this is from sagar sagar says this is with regard to discussion on violence and the debate between mehraj and subscribers on fundamentalist violence mm. french psychoanalyst lekan i hope i pronounced it correct talks about this concept of the big other in whose name we act this big other can be god a leader like stalin or a cause that takes place of god such as communism or nationalism the psychology of fundamentalist violence according to this concept can be read in the inversion of the famous phrase conservatives used to denigrate atheism if there is no god everything is permitted lekan argues that for the fundamentalist the opposite is true that if god exists everything is permitted mm-hmm. because the fundamentalist unlike the average religious person or the liberal directly believes the text and acts without thought mediating between the thing he believes in and his actions this way not only are you free to attack that which you consider ungodly you are also allowed the perverse pleasure in this violent act this can explain the rampant death and rape threats issued to women by men who later claim they normally respect women because for them women who transgress the patriarchal order are outcasts hence their repressed urges can be realized guilt free as their targets don't fall within the bounds of where morality is defined it's like playing a violent video game a place for the id to run free nietzsche how do you pronounce his name i always get it wrong nietzsche kehta nietzsche kehta kya kehta nietzsche kehta आपने तो पढ़ा होगा जे में नीचे हाँ आपको तो वैसे तो आपको ब्रेन वॉश किया हुआ नीचे ऑल्सो कॉमेंट्स ऑन दिस एस्पेक्ट इन द जीनियोलॉजी ऑफ मॉरल्स ही सेज दैट द कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ जस्टिस डिडेंट ओरिजिनेट इन फेयरनेस बट इन पनिशमेंट एंड द परवर्स प्लेजर डिराइव फ्रॉम इट पॉइंटिंग टू मिडीवल इरा लॉज 
when you were allowed to whip those who defaulted on their payments to you and with the pound of flesh bargain in the merchant of venice however as states grew more powerful and prosperous people could be occupied by other pleasures the state grew more assured in itself and thus the forms of punishment became less barbarous i'm linking two pieces exploring this wow what a well read subscriber what sagar, does he do sagar hasn't told is us he what a scientist? he does i don't know if he's a scientist Again, but he clearly reads a lot but uh, thank you sagar for this mail uh, this mail will be available on our website and the links to the, the article sagar has recommended will be there so do check that out uh, and thank you for your subscription like i always say it's because people like you that we survive and this this actually ties in very well with the justice for ssr campaign people are so like they have nothing to do right now so i think that's why this whole vehemence of and they find it justified whole, that we are doing it for a noble cause yeah, we are doing it for so our bhai jamar gaya you know when your tha. economy is down when you're locked down and everything's going against you you just find purpose in this one justice campaign which is actually just a medieval vichant vichant uh, bimal has written a Uh, mail that is longer than 400 words so bimal i will not read the whole thing you say last few episodes lots of discussion happening on cancel culture freedom of expression concept of justice honoring of contract etc though these concept are kind of sorted out on a broad agreement then you've listed out about 11 things in point wise one freedom of expression comes under liberty two liberty along with equality and fraternity are the basic conditions for modern democratic state to function three these three conditions does conflict with each other at times and in in such situations that application of justice comes into play for justice is fairness in a modern liberal state rolls i don't know what that means this is because concepts like consent contract means nothing mm-hmm. in an unfair society five it's unfair and hence unjust in my exercising of liberty if my exercise of liberty comes in the way of another individual's liberty equality of fraternity six liberty means Every individual is free to associate or to not associate with any other individual or group. Seven, but the right to not, etc., etc. Then you give the example of J.K. Rowling, her publicly stating that her position on trans women are not real women. Says she is one of the richest and most powerful and popular authors, and they have no risk to earn their lib- liberty or living. So the cancel culture applies differently to her. So if she is cancelled, you are not taking away her right to be heard. She will still be heard. and uh, you have then put many things and in the end you've put the bloomsbury case in the bloomsbury issue both parties seem to have fair access to power bloomsbury not publishing didn't make the authors with no source to air their point of view or on their living the author suing bloomsbury is not going to make bloomsbury go out of business it's not a freedom of expression issue but more of a contract issue that needs legal recourse and you've ended up by, ended with a line by saying it isn't cause justice is fairness uh, and you're talking about the scheduled caste and the scheduled tribe acts uh, in a fair society you would not need such such things so thank you bimal uh, for your subscription for your mail please keep your mail under 400 words next time but i personally found it very enlightening it's always nice to read such mails so you can mail us at contact@newslawny.com i repeat contact@newslawny.com and you have to be a subscriber otherwise i will be unable to read your email uh, on this and 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 raghuraj hegde 1073 words bro seriously let's but anyway so i had said several haftas ago that it's a matter of time where a state government will send a police force to arrest a central minister or to do something here and then that police force will say i will not let you arrest this person it will lead to a constitutional crisis because when you break down all institutions whether it is the courts whether it is commissions whether it is rti you know as as a as as a recourse you've destroyed everything 
then whoever has an army at their disposal says i will use that if you are a government you have the police at your disposal you have the msg the municipality at your disposal if you are a random crook you have karni sena at your disposal in the good old days bal thakre had the maratha manus at his disposal that he evolved into a political party so when the central government set the trend of destroying institution and say we will do what we want because we can whether it was the arrest of dr kafil khan how they were harassing omar khalid and all these people in delhi and how you know just things were happening it wasn't a visual spectacle because you can't see an arrest like you can see the demolition of a house this has been happening and what is happening to kangana is a complete misuse of resources they can say humne 2 saal pehle diya tha notice hamare paas bhi 4 saal pehle log aaye the check karne ki hamare yahan kitne wo fire extinguisher lage hain humne laga diye lekin koi bhi aapka bol sakta hai yaar ek kam lagaye matlab aap kisi ki pehl sakte ho and lots and the problem is our society not our society every society is like that but our news professionals are also like that it is not a bipartisan issue jab aapke bandon ki vaat lagti hai मतलब पॉलिटिकल आइडियोलॉजी के बोलते हैं लॉर्ड मस्ट टेक इट्स कॉस्ट ठीक ही तो है व्हाट इज रॉन्ग लेकिन जब आपके पॉलिटिकल आइडियोलॉजी वालों के लगती है भाई इट्स फेयर अनफेयर नाउ आई अंडरस्टैंड इवन पीपल कीपिंग क्वाइट अबाउट इट बट यू सी पीपल सेलिब्रेटिंग इट लाइक वेन उमर खालिद इज अरेस्टेड और फॉल्स दिस थिंग इज चार्जेस पुट अंडर हिम और पीपल लाइक शी इज बेन अक्यूज ऑफ पेडलिंग ड्रग्स फॉर विच शी कैन बी इन फॉर टेन ईयर्स एज अपोज टू कंजम्पन रिया people are celebrating and they were celebrating when the government was one by one now exactly the same thing uddhav will do and what i had said was that these state governments send police force to arrest each other right now they are only destroying the proxies she is a proxy for bjp right now kangana give it 3 months it will move on to not the proxies but to the actual people mm-hmm. and then there will be constitutional crisis and i will unhesitatingly say modi and shah are single handedly to blame for this and that is where this country is going to go that is my thesis what do you think is it bipartisan can we expect bipartisanship on this or will certain people say riya ka arrest theek hai lekin kangana ka galat hai jo uske sath hua where, where does it leave news professionals anand no there are too many issues in your too many issues you have raised so i don't know where to begin but i will be uh, specific on one two aspects first is that both uh, both arrests uh, no say one arrest and one demolition if they are according to rules they are correct so if uh, the arrest followed three days of uh, interrogation by a professional body of narcotics control bureau and they have sufficient ground for arrest it is okay if her office was demolished and her if her contention is that others have um, buildings have not been abolished for the same infringement or encroachment then that's a poor defense if you were in wrong and if bmc proceeded with that now high court says that that was wrong so okay but i uh, i have sympathy for neither of them but i have one thing out of whole coverage is that why do you have sympathy for neither of them not even riya you don't think she's been subjected to a witch hunt no, or that there has uh, been i'm not talking about media means if nc no no riya riya i mean I, you said you have sympathy for neither you mean you have sympathy for neither riya nor kangna i am saying uh, i i have not brought media into it i have said that riya wise we ncb that is uh, the narcotics bureau and kangana uh, vis-a-vis bmc 
Okay. So, witch hunt and other things that we put that the media comes into being. So, uh, what I'm saying that both investigations are underway. At this stage of investigation, if the NCB thought that there was a uh, ground for arrest, they arrested her. So, I am not saying that she's guilty or not, means uh, that is the course of action that is till now legally valid. And if NCB is in wrong, they had don't have sufficient evidence, it would come in legal proceedings. I am not uh, bringing media into it. Now I am bringing media into it is that for the same offense with what NCB has come up with, uh, Mr. Sushant Singh Rajput would also have been arrested. Yeah, so, exactly. And so, maybe for more because he's the one consuming. So, so to make uh, what 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 is his only capital? His only capital was that he was successful in a glamorous industry. Other than that, I don't find anything. If the current investigations, what have they have brought out with all the drug thing and other things, now it points towards a life of debauchery and a debauched lifestyle. If it is being held up as a role model thing for people to ask for justice, it is wrong role model to... My God, Anand, you're going to be trolled for this? And your Bihari brothers will... It's not a question of Bihari. Now it's a question of Bihari. You come quickly to Patna. This will not be... This will not be... I believe there are posters there in Patna, aren't they? No, no. Then you don't have a sense of Patna. Patna doesn't have that attitude to him, I think. I think media is... Is a wrong mirror of a lot of things. Uh, I don't think uh, all Biharis or all Patnites uh, uh, share that so sentiment for him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, I, 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 I was I, I was not very fond of him from day one, to, to be honest. In so, terms of his acting? And uh, anyway, with a particular lifestyle, and is, I feel very alienated too. Um, that kind no, but, of, but but, but that may but, be, but that the, may be my personal comment. But I am uh, coming to the point that a life of debauchery, of excessive drinking, of excessive smoking, or marijuana, or this cannot be a youth. Model. But that's not my question. Is my question is the use of state machinery as a way to get even is something that is going to lead to a constitutional crisis. And with each party attacking the other's proxies, whether it is their homes or property, it is going to move into directly attacking politicians as well. Don't you think this is unique and it is new? It is, I mean, I don't think this is something that we said it was always like this. It was not always like this. Sure, there were in isolated cases, but now this is the norm. Fisher say that the rate of the central government not running in say, states. So, the cooperative federalism, the crisis of cooperative federalism or something that, uh, say, as you say, use of institutions for the objectives of the central government. Now, if you have a very confrontationist state government, the things have come to this stage, like the uh, CBI coming to West Bengal and uh, 
Mamta Banerjee sitting with a police officer on a dharna two, I think two years back, was a mini show of this kind. And if you have a very authoritarian kind of government, which uh, has a, a kind of control freak, and they don't have a, uh, a particular kind of sway on a state governments, then this confrontationist tendencies will grow and will grow. Also, we have to see that the with 20 years of interregnum of uh, more accommodative politics in coalition era, the deepening of democratic process with multiple parties and then coming of an authoritarian government in 2014 means authoritarian in a different way, I am saying that is with a majority which has a very solid consensus to drive its, derive its authority from. Now, after the deepening of the party democracy with multiple parties, we always had a coalition kind of a very, a very jumbled era. Now, this phase in Indian polity of the multiplicity of parties, all having their pressure groups, their vote, where people can have their own nuisance value, nuisance value in a different sense. Don't, I'm not meaning in, in a pejorative sense. So this is a new kind of encounter in Indian politics because the 20-year cushion era didn't expose us to this possibility. And it would be a learning phase in Indian polity itself. So what do you think? You think this use of state machinery, Karni Sena landing up, in fact, the visuals that in Maharashtra, the numbers of COVID are going through the roof, Bombay's, but Karni Sena landing up, Shiv Sena landing up, MCD being used, sorry, BMC. Postman being heckled. <laughs> no, but I want, to come to, no, I want to come to the media role because for the first time, there has been accusation by two different channels media is orchestrating of the media is orchestrating an event and uh, and, and yes and again this whole you know the uh, Arnab sympathizes that he's normal he's not normal he's fucking insane mm. and there is bias and there is someone who is motivated and then there is someone who's insane that they're, they're different things but coming to th- this whole thing do you think uh, my prediction is still wrong that it is question of time before one state government enters another state to arrest a minister I or demolishes house. do not completely agree on this point that Modi and uh, Amit Shah are solely responsible for this. I think the bureaucracy was politically committed even during the Congress time. Okay, but not to the extent that it is committed now. It's completely, I mean, abused by Modi and I agree. But even during Congress regime, you had, you know, the bureaucracy, sure. the police officers belonging to But what about courts? But now, what I see, I mean, the trend that I have seen that the center has unleashed NIA, Enforcement Directorate. Mm. Now, ED on everything. Now, <laughs> uh, uh, now CBI is quiet, mm. uh, quietly working. And also, the the other parrot is, the newly new, new entrant is Narcotics Control Bureau. <laughs> Control NCB. Bureau. Right. So, like Anand is saying that uh, again, he's taking the I think deadline. Ki law should will take, take its, its own course. But if you look at the Koregaon charge sheets, hmm. if you get arrested because you are keeping some literature on marks, hmm. okay. So, so, so you and 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 there is no no 
evidence no i mean circumstantial evidences you are giving but no material evidence hmm. and you are making these such arrest under such draconian act in two years there and, and you are keeping them behind us so so also kafil khan what what yogi did that uh-huh. i mean the speech it was plain to see it was like yes. bad hindi films you yes. know dekhte hain hum arrest kar lenge rok ke dikha do kis charge pe jo hum chahe he is saying that and the court has said pyar se he is in fact doing a national integration speech but they saying hatred you see this which is the agency that has acted against uh, fact check uh, ka jo uh, co-founder hai uh, ah, it was yeah. a sarkari agency that acted mm. against and, and he had to go to uh, uh, he had to uh, manisha I'll just pull mm. out the details he had to go to the high high court to get anticipatory bail yes because he knows that the police will act one can keep pelowing lines of, of of you know law will take its course mm. but the law's course is fuck all course it's a shit course so it it should not take that course it cannot just arrest people because some buffoon sitting in an office that has been given as a reward hmm. for dog like loyalty decides that ha bhai let's investigate no everybody is trying to prove more loyal to modi and uh, uh, amit shah you know now there's another new entrant is delhi police by the way hmm. <laughs> they are also they are also trying to you know uh, the, the come build up a case against ca activists hmm. and we are going to come out with a series of stories hmm. i mean how they are linking you know the ca with the the delhi riots right right uh, mm. so 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 that uh, it was uh, plotted in shaheen bagh ah. that's no, the, but manisha tell us about the ortiz case and after that but after that also weigh in on how far do you think we are from state police is acting against each other they're standing face to face nose to nose do you want me to yeah, detail first, the whole case like what exactly no, just it was just basically uh, what the, the people the will ba- just understand um, so the national commission for protection of child rights uh, filed a complaint and a case against one of the alt news co-founders zubair who's also a very uh, prolific fact checker on twitter at least he uh, somebody abused him on twitter basically the some of the stories that somebody abused him on twitter that person who abused him had his you know a young child's picture on his profile so he took a picture of the profile picture and retweeted it back to him saying that at least like does your sweet or cute granddaughter know what you're up to at least basically behave yourself when you have you know your child's photo and all that he said that i have been doxed and that you know uh, people said vulgar things about my daughter and this is not doxing because he's taken a picture of a public and profile he's, and and he's also mosaic yeah. that picture yeah and he's, yeah i mean i would not do it huh? by the way if i was him i would have maybe just tweeted out that picture he also took the effort to like blur out the girl's image yes. so from his side he was actually very careful probably because he knows how these hmm. things work and uh, you had them taking cognizance of the complaint but today the delhi high court yesterday the delhi high court gave him relief and said that uh, you cannot uh, i'm not sure the supreme this. court have done the same but now what i'm saying is now where in conditions like this yeah when politically the guy when you look at the guy who's on the basis of whom they've taken the complaint he's a filthy abuser yeah he regularly all he does is abuse and ayush interviewed him for his profile and he said ye galiyan to main doston ko deta rehta hu to usme kya hai no but you i should just, not feel bad no no then then also when we are talking and somebody abuses you do you treat your uh, brother and sister also like that that is how zubair has reacted exactly ah, exactly ah, so, also so, he's not your friend yaar yeah. ah. I mean huh. no but the point like but now I'm but your friend that you But now with what's happening to Kangana which I think is a misuse of state power Absolutely. whether law takes its course or not is clearly misuse no, of state power in one day in one day you just wake up and you give one day notice is absolutely and even a, illegal even a furniture is gone even the high court has uh, said case and, and the thing is and the same thing is happening to lots of people the only thing is it is not as grand a spectacle as a house coming down it's as 
irrelevant as summoning thrown into jail and there's no visual to go and with to it to some extent even maharashtra government going after arnab that is also illegal absolutely huh? i mean it's it's <laughs> so i would not equate riya and kangna i mean a lot of people have done that that they are hmm. both victims of the state government of one is a victim of the center and one hmm. is a victim because i think what riya is going through is just another level and she's actually been sent to jail hmm. in but i think here's where the opposition also always screws up because one thing you have to realize is that the bjp or the center is not just alone you have the whole media you have the whole social media with them their political might is not just the votes that they get in the power that they have at the center it's also a massive media machinery so the moment you do so the moment you try to play by the bjp's rule book which is also you know unleash your agencies on your uh, political opponents uh, you do that but then then you don't have the might of the bjp in terms of the media and the social media in turning that narrative in your favor so bjp becomes a hero for sending riya to jail but Shiv Sena becomes a villain just, for demolishing for just demolishing a wall, which is really, I mean, it's not that grand an issue when you look at what the BJP has managed to do with its political opponents. It becomes a villain. You have prime time debates now yesterday, all dedicated to you know how Kangana ka Rani Lakshmi Bai ka tumne whatever uh, mm. wall tore di. She is saying I am a Kashmiri Pandit. So it just you've takenly you know you've totally taken away people's attention from the injustice that I think Riya has been put to to. and injustice that kangna has gone through but maybe not of the same level for sure right so yeah no. i mean the opposition has to think of other ways to fight the bjp than just follow what they are doing okay um then i just want to talk about uh, for those of you who don't know there were two incidents uh, regarding republic tv and this is just why they are not just another news organization that is compromised i mean they are off in the head uh, one is abp news while mm-hmm. doing live coverage सेट दैट यहाँ पर कुछ लोग हैं जो दूसरे चैनल्स के खिलाफ भी स्लोगन्स रेज कर रहे हैं एंड द आर्ट्स तक रिपोर्टर्स ट्राई टू इंटरव्यू दिस पीपल एंड आर्ट्स तक हाई हाई आर्ट्स तक हाई हाई आर्ट्स तक आई फेल रियली बैड फॉर मोशमी शी इज द रिपोर्टर शी डेंट नो ऑब्वियसली शी वेंट दे कि हम यहाँ पे लोग ये प्रोटेस्ट करें इन फेवर ऑफ कंगना तो हम इनसे बात करते हैं आप क्या बोलना चाहते हैं एंड दे लाइक आज तक हाई हाई एंड शी वो स्टंड आई थिंक शी डेंट नो शी इज लाइक हाँ वो तो ठीक है लेकिन आप आप क्या चाहते क्या है they had said that this is this bunch and they were not hundreds they were like a dozen or half a dozen yeah. were organized by republic bharat now the republic bharat reporter who is seems like a nukkad ka gunda standing at riya's window cap lsg leti hai cap whatever oh that drug leti hai what a horrible thing guys what a horrible guy in door guy from indore hmm. who started with the page that he's fan of arnab ha that's a guy but there's another guy the guy at the window is a reporter achha, achha. So, so so he's just he's so he's just doing that he has a mic in his hand while now it's disgusting it while so, to watch that so that is one incident the second incident is they claim that we were we've been arrested by the maharashtra government while we just trying to interview the ndtv reporter has corroborated and everyone can of course we are in a post truth world how do you know he's telling the truth how do you not because i've seen the republic tv op- reporters operate they said he was trying to breach the boundary and get into the farmhouse mm-hmm. that's private property you can't he says all of us are standing outside it wasn't only republic who said that the ndtv reporter even in our shot we've spoken off the record to a republic tv employee who said that they were asked to go but they weren't told what to do they weren't told what the assignment is they were just told to go into the house and i mean i've done a piece on this on everything that's been going around in uh, republic tv's newsrooms and former employees have spoken to me but this is a modus operandi they're often given guidelines to say go into shashitharu's office just go in and go in and they aren't told what to do just Matlab, go in andar ja ke karna kya hai the q q the no incident <laughs> ho jayega so <laughs> that is now uh-huh. that is the second thing and the third third thing is uh, sorry that's the three things one is breaching that 
one is slogan and one now for anyone who says na this is he's just the other side of ndtv or you know what anand used to sit here sudarshan is the other side of wire then clearly you're mm. you're unhinged if you think this is the other side of that it is a completely different beast what he's going to do is he's going to completely discredit news as a profession mm. and tv news they're yeah. just becoming goons which is also fine but then when goons take them on they will say horsey bullying mm. cuz i think it's fine you want to be a goon be a goon but remember when you are a goon then you take on goons if you want to be a goon then you learn to take on goons mm. then he'll want to play by the rules of reporters right so you're using the rules of reportage but you want to be a goon and i think that sets him apart he is away from even navika and times now who are also vile which is why from the beginning he has been an outlier and trying to normalize him is a dis is a disservice to any news professional that's my rant and i think more and more television journalists have to as an industry come together and call this out because boss this is jeopardizing your reporters news gathering also mm. if reporters start behaving like this tomorrow no one will want to talk to television reporters mm. people are going to be so wary of journalists if you allow this sort of behavior to go on i'm just an, as another example from my story where you know former republic tv anchor told me that they are asked to sting their sources so i i ask you okay abrindan i want to meet you i want to talk about television industry or i want to talk about media let's meet for an off the record chat i record you i don't tell you i'm recording you and i air that as a sting and i've seen this for the past i mean in this riyas case at least i've seen republic air stings like watch this sting explosive uh, people uh, the doctor on the disha salya postmortem talks what is this sting you can clearly hear the reporter say ki sir batao na aise kyun hua ha ye totally off the record hai sir hum bilkul nahi chalayenge usko nahi likhenge kuch off the record conversation bataiye ki kaise matlab kisne kara unka postmortem this is not an undercover operation yeah, this is a operation you're not going as a reporter you're going as someone so, else so why will a source meet any journalist next a source will be scared ki boss maybe he's like wired up maybe he's going to you know record oh, me in air this is this thing it's breaking rules of journalism you can be right wing but you still operate within the rules of journalism you be and a right wing like journalist said, and, and the you know? and, and the bipartisanship that i was talking about like when even trump went at the cnn correspondent even fox news stood up for him yeah why the media that is strong is that on certain basic journalistic mm. issues yeah. they are one right here you know the most vile stuff will be condoned mm. by one side that's very dangerous but when it happens to them then it's it's bullying really but i mean television now. news industry heads like right left whatever should come together and call this out mm. honestly but i think one of bad for them but i think one of the most amusing tweets i saw was vikram chandra who gave this rather i'm above it all i'm so glad i quit tv when i did i mean and you know now when they give these moralistic things oh we you did not do any favors to news Anyway, <laughs> before i move on a few more mails anand you want to come in before we just end with i i needed some information from you on bihar elections but before we come on to that on this issue if you have anything to do no minister on the question of uh, an element of uh, fraternity on some issues on uh, so there is none means and uh, i think uh, let us give me an example of hafta only and if you rewind you can find that i like the political editor of the karyana few weeks back i saw his twitter that he was complaining that how the editors guild says that the complaint against it is alleged and this and they made fun of it so i had brought two issues of 
attacks on journalists and uh, he was uh, similarly very condescending in his tone about the what to talk about fraternity these are these and these are that so i don't think there is a, a lot of uniformity about uh, an idea of uh, journalistic fraternity its ethics and the need to stand up for good ethics so uh, like uh, there was one incident i pointed out when an india today reporter was assaulted in in a house slaughter house or something and i said that uh, the media fraternity should have except india today's website none of the media portals or or uh, newspapers brought it out and he, he said he was very casual about it so and um, his tone was condescending you can hear in one of the articles so i don't think uh, uh, the approach on the either side is very inspiring but one thing i'll add is like we're not looking for uniformity it's not that you can completely disagree with talking the... about the fraternity no no i no no i'm saying condemning the attack no no i'm talking exactly the about attack. the fraternity i'm saying the fraternity i don't think we we want uniformity in terms of we all must have the same ideas of you can you can even look at journalism very differently but i'm saying fundamentals of journalism not tapping your source respecting privacy no, those are as... talking about the separate issue that yeah yeah when 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 you are con- Uh, condemning attacks on one type you should condemn attack on other type i'm not uh, bringing that republic case i don't know the details maybe what you are no, saying anyway, republic, no no i mean public case it was trespassing no but uh, yeah that was trespassing uh, no but i also in case of caravan there was an attack on uh, yeah, the three oh, oh, i am not saying that it was not an attack i am i am saying something very different but what i'm saying is my point was like i started by saying i don't expect everybody to condemn everything it's fine keep quiet and i had started by saying some people keep quiet because of fear some people keep quiet because they are, it's too distasteful to you know they, they for them it's too distasteful to stand up for someone they dislike but the actual endorsement of an act for example when ndtv got banned and anand this is where i think this you know what you say is it like all sidesism sab karte nahi sab nahi karte I don't expect I one sec yeah let me let, let me let me just reading too much into what I am now let saying let me let me finish what I'm saying what I'm saying is that I don't expect everybody what I don't in my mouth I, I don't I don't expect everybody to stand up keep why didn't you condemn everything don't endorse it people go and say acha hua arnab sat and said acha hua ban hue my limited point is the endorsement of an act which is clearly against basic journalism values is what i have a problem with i don't have a problem with silences i think people should keep silent if they don't want to i think his point is that how does an industry come together when both sides in this case both sides would be seen as broadly right or left media have a disdain for each other that's i think that's but let them have a disdain na are cnn aur usme fitter kya maine kaha i'm saying endorse to mat karo main ye bol raha hu that is a very limited point on, on i think it's a very it's a, I, what i'm saying i'm putting very low bar I'm not asking anyone to be revolutionaries. I'm like just don't endorse it. I'm not it. asking about revolutionary, but when I brought um, my, when I brought that point for discussion, you could you should not be condescending as if it's very casually saying that it as if what fraternity doesn't matter. Yeah, huh, that huh. cynicism is there. I think Hartosh has that cynicism. I think a lot of journalists have the cynicism that by कुछ किसी चीज़ का कुछ फायदा नहीं है सभी ऐसे. I think maybe okay. Journalists is a huge like it's a broad term. there may be dis- i mean i think that 
maybe print digital tv journalists will not see eye to eye and they also have this condescending tone towards each other that oh tv wale to journalist journalism nahi karte tv wale pe bolenge oh newspaper ko nahi padta digital is you know other you can say other things maybe a fraternity at least can be built within the television news industry because all of them know how they operate they know about their constraints they know the pressures on them so at least an abp like an abp did stand up this time an abp ndtv all these guys should come together to at least call this out may i mean maybe journalism is a journalist as such as a broad umbrella but television news industry can come together because it's going to impact their reporters it's going to make life hard for of tv course. reporters I mean, it's on the ground of time before someone gets hurt uh, i have a couple of emails after that i just want to end by um, you know anand giving us a overview of what's happening in bihar because i just saw the war of words which used to be only first from the paswan side who would i guess try to chirag is not accepting they were but they were doing it for attention but now i see their words being spoken from the bjp as well so should we read more into it has also yeah should we read more into it or not but before that a couple of emails going chirag this is by yogesh hello there in ob1 kenobi accent in the last hafta there was a letter which said that secularism had a totally different meaning at the time when the constitution was being framed the thing is that the meaning is still the same separation of state from religion it's just that the vocabulary of people is misinformed when people say european secularism is different from indian secularism it's not it is there for the exact same purpose keeping the chaos of religion away from the government neither are european countries strictly secular dictatorships like china those are the countries where human rights are upheld above all things also many european countries are constitutional monarchies thus technically christian theocracies queen elizabeth is the head of the church of england and 26 bishops still sit in the house of lords nowadays many left as well as right liberals are promoting the notion of a plural government whatever that means while talking about nation states opposite of secularism is always theocracy not pluralism religious pluralism to be precise because a nation shouldn't ever promote contradictory ideas and all religions are mostly contradictory to each other despite all that i don't think inserting the word secular in the preamble was not a good idea because it broadcasts a false historical fact as after six lines it is followed by in our constituent assembly this 26th day of november 1949 do hereby adopt an act and give to ourselves this constitution we all know that when this word was added neither was there a constituent assembly now was it the 26th of november 1949 one last request please publish a report on how trp is bogus Yogesh, well, Manisha is hopefully working on that report, but uh, your letter sounds very wise. I'm hoping it is. I don't. I also uh, want to know everyone's profession, whoever writes, and so that I can analyze ki kaun se profession mein sabse smart log hain. Just for my own personal, for your own personal internal hafta letter analysis. So yeah, if you can, that's good. <laughs> very uh, random request. Uh, then Himanshu, your letter is more than 400 words. In fact, it's 650 words. So I will just read bits of it. DNL team I'm a disappointed I'm a bit disappointed that while my letter was discussed in hafta 291 the context and message somehow got lost and once again the discussion ended in monkey balancing which wasn't called out it was eerie feeling as mehraj once again blamed all that's wrong in islamic world to the geopolitical situation focusing on the largely autocratic rule in the middle east while conveniently leaving out six major democracies of muslim world five in asia and one in europe all have over the years of majoritarian rule turned more fundamentalist puritan offering limited room of any kind of minority turkey for example has started resembling the rest of the middle east steadily diluting its secular credentials the moment egypt had a glimmer of democracy it voted in the muslim brotherhood in both cases the leader was decisively more devout muslim and less secular while many indians were disturbed by the manner in which heroes of babri demolition were celebrated as true ram bhakt there was limited outrage in muslim world al jazeera included on the grand 
Hagia Sophia being reclaimed as a mosque after 85 years as a museum. And then you've gone on to say many things about hijab-wearing Muslims, politician gaining prominence in the West and celebration in the US. And he goes on to say that there are problems in Muslim world and it is rather disingenuous to blame only geopolitics for it. Similarly to claiming that religion is peaceful every time a follower isn't. Similar to a Hindu majority claiming Hindu has never been an aggressor. This mm. may be a blind spot for Maharaj and it is unfortunate by not pointing it out. Other panelists are letting it remain so. Only an <laughs> honest assessment of problems leads to viable solutions. Uh, a, uh, I don't think what happened in Turkey is the same as bringing down that mosque. Uh, I, a completely false equivalence, Himanshu, I but think. But it does turn secular traditions into religion. Absolutely. There's but, no, but yeah, it's not yeah, a demolition but, but, uh, and stuff see, like my, that. I have always claimed that there is a problem in there not being enough love. I've written an article on it. But in making that point, I won't use a false equivalence. Hmm. I mean, there's a big difference in the two. Raghuraj, I can't read your 1073 word email, but I will read this two paragraphs. The main reason I have written this letter is something that happened last week that worried me about the society we are slowly becoming. When the Bhumi Poojan of Ram Mandir happened, a resident in my apartment complex posted celebrity messages on our dedicated online media billing platform of our complex. And then a few days later, another resident as a reply to the post had posted some YouTube forward supposedly of anti-India message related to Kashmir. Now, the second resident is banned from the platform for divisive post, while the Ram Mandir post is totally okay as per our apparent association. Unfortunately, that is not where the overreaction ends. A notice was sent out to the same on the same platform by the apartment association, screenshots of which are attached. They have branded the second poster as a terrorist and the apartment telegram group had more residents supporting the association's move and attacking that said residents and labeling this person with various monikers just short of a terrorist. And you've put out some of the posts on from your society group. Uh, you are absolutely, I can't go over, you know, your full mail. I think mail. we should publish it, this letter. Uh, well, I don't think we can publish the letter. Okay, uh, Lepi, just have a look at this letter. Send it through because if there are any claims made, it, they should be verified if mm -hmm. they are specific of any society being named. But uh, I had a similar experience on my um, a group that I am on where it is a fun and games group. There are no political messaging. There, that group is, I think, some seven years old. and uh, uh, maybe it's, it's tw I think 2014 is when he made that group, 2015. So it's five years old, five or six years old. And for the first time, that group suddenly broke into Jai Shri Ram. Someone said something, someone said something. And I said, I said, what the fuck are you guys doing? I mean, like, like what? So you're absolutely right. And this uh, email is from Mohit. Mohit says, I would like to point out some facts regarding the discussion on maternity benefits in India and other Western countries and period leave. In most Western countries where parental leave is mandated, reduced pay is typically paid by the state and not by the employer. While the employer may directly pay to reduce paperwork, they are reimbursed by the state to a large extent. Some employers may want to pay more for competitive reasons, but the government does not mandate it. In India, the majority of the cost is borne by the employer and maybe that shows up as low female participation in the labor force. Regarding the issue of period leave, it is complete bullshit by Zomato. They are a company that does not even employ the vast majority of people working for it and pays no regular salary to them. The issue of benefits does not even arise for the delivery employees. Companies like Zomato rely on the laziness of the media and the upper middle class to avoid hard conversations about labor reform by raising such non-issues. I expect the NL team and Hafta to not fall for such peacock dances. Good point. Zomato has not exactly... I had raised a debt. I, mean, right. I was asking ki how many people they employ. Yeah. How many Heck, they employ? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So how can you buy this? Yeah. So thank, thank you for that. Appreciate it. 
now uh, if you could just tell us anand on what what does this new little tutu meme mean and generally how are things looking there in in bihar with the run up to the election i think uh, the background to this uh, what you can say uh, anxieties of uh, ljp I, i i i think two weeks back i explained the run up to it yeah. which is what what have been the immediate triggers and uh, the little things uh, that have triggered it uh, and the larger context is of course the scramble for around uh, 16 to 18% of dalit uh, votes in the state and, uh, and the problem is that they have uh, become uh, too many claimants on that uh, segment of vote and uh, and uh, one interesting thing is that uh, ljp has not a single mla in the existing bihar assembly and yeah. uh, it's it, so all chances are because of its good performance in the lok sabha elections last year and uh, in which it had uh, it had won six seats uh, because of the arrangement it had struck with ndn that is bjp and jdu now the overall uh, uh, management uh, of the crisis seems to be that uh, mr pashwan is keen on continuing in the in union cabinet so he cannot uh, draw certs on the his alliance with kondi in bihar uh, but uh, his son his son is not uh, at ease with uh, nda partners in bihar uh, but uh, he has uh, few rounds of talks uh, newspaper reports he has say say that he has reconciled so that is it uh, i further developments go other way i it comes all right so thank you um, so on that note i would like to once again appeal to everyone do pay to keep news free subscribe to newslaundry.com thank you for those of you who did subscribe last week and many of you did we had some lots of new subscribers spread the word tell your friends family relatives who do value news to subscribe to whatever news platform they like if they can pay and contribute to keeping news and journalism alive uh, i have a wonderful song which actually came to me because you know when, but before that we will have the recommendations but i just want to tease the song i was inspired by you know when this one kangana ranawat landed at the airport and there was all this karni sena came shiv sena came and airports that were so suna suna unme phir se ronak aa gayi thi और सब जर्नलिस्ट ही पहुंच गए थे तो इट वाज वेरी इट वाज नाइस टू सी लेट्स कम विद द रिकमेंडेशंस आनंद यू वांट टू गो फर्स्ट माय रिकमेंडेशन इज द इंडिया वे द न्यू बुक बाय आवर फिनलैंड अफेयर्स मिनिस्टर एस जे शंकर इट्स अ इट्स अ थिंग बुक जस्ट दिस हैज कम आउट दिस वीक एंड जस्ट आई फिनिश्ड रीडिंग इट लास्ट नाइट it's a contemporary take on the strategic positioning of india and, and the new frames of analysis which are needed at this time uh, also for students it gives an overall geopolitical picture of uh, different regional players in our subcontinent as well as extended neighborhood अतुल स्टोरी ऑन 
Prasar Bharti. That was also a beautiful story. And uh, apart from this, uh, the three stories from News Laundry, there's one story from the Ken, uh, which India's 49 million COVID tests hide more than they reveal. So it's an uh, analytical piece, uh, very well analyzed, uh, you know, uh, uh, of the test that the country is conducting, that is RT-PCR RT and uh, mm. and the antigen. So, so the dichotomy between the two and how the true picture of, uh, you know, COVID cases is not coming out. And uh, the article is also dealing with the prices of uh, this, the, how the private labs are overcharging, the, the price is just 200 bucks or 150 of the kit. So the labs are charging about and the news laundry stories. The news laundry stories are three stories: Manisha, Nidhi, Atul Atul story on Prasar Bharti. So we have three stories: Manisha's on the Republic, Nidhi's on the online Riyah, hate huh. on Riya, yeah. and the Prasar Bharti. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I really want to recommend you must read uh, Nidhi's story on hmm. the guys behind the just some of the guys behind Justice for SSR campaign and two stories that I did on Republic. And along with that, uh, Ben Smith's piece in New York Times, uh, I thought I thought was pretty nice, which is uh, journalists are not supposed to be the enemy of the people, but they're not your friends either. So media recommendations from my side. Right. So my recommendation is a podcast, The Murderer, The Boy King and The Invention of Modern Finance. It is the most fascinating story of this outlaw. His name is John Law. He was convicted for murder, I think, in Ireland or somewhere. And then he went to France and he created the modern banking system as we know it in the 1700s. And I'm not surprised to note that the genesis and the foundation of banking was laid by crooks. And it has continued ever since. So the more things change, the more they remain the same. On that note, thank you, panel. Thank you, Anand. Uh, stay safe there in Bihar. Thank you. Thank you, Manisha and Raman, sir. Thank you. And I will leave you with this song. Uh, when I saw the hustle and bustle at the Mumbai airport, when Kangana landed, I just wanted this song to play in the background. laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel